Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Beautifully Built Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm your girl, Melissa Impet, and today I'm bringing on one of my brand new friends, Amy. I'm so excited to introduce Amy to you. We just jive. We are on the same wavelength, and it was such a beautiful conversation. So Amy and I just recently met my good friend here in San Diego, Cindy introduced us. We Cindy's actually been on the podcast too before. I'm bringing all these beautiful women on. I'm going to start bringing some men on soon too. I really would love to balance out the Beautifully Built podcast with a little bit more masculine energy. So stay tuned. We're going to have some guy guests on soon. But anyway, <laughs> Amy's just so beautiful and so in alignment, you know, with really using some past trauma and pain in her life to empower her to help people who are stuck in those darker places. So we just clicked right away and I knew that I wanted her to come on and share her heart on the, on the show. So here she is. You're going to absolutely love it. Make sure to connect with her on Instagram. And thank you so much, Amy, for coming on and sharing your heart with us. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah. Tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. And thanks you, thank you for tuning in. Yes. And my name is Amy Barsky. And I'm a self-love and empowerment coach. And I guide my clients through um, releasing their limiting beliefs and their trauma through subconscious reprogramming. And that just entails just going deep into the subconscious mind and really just um, harvesting those weeds that are still there and like pulling them out by the root and then hopefully finally just being done with that. Yes, letting it go, creating space. (laughs) And then through that, you... Uh, you receive because once you clear something out, you make space for new, new stuff, new growth. You receive confidence, your self worth, and self esteem. You get to understand that better. You get to understand your value in the world and really what you're meant to do, like where you're meant to shine. Because when you clear all the crap, all the garbage that's not, you know, that's just holding you back, mm. it's like all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I have all this room for growth. And yeah. then that just brings in more joy and light. So people really get to reclaim their power through my, uh, through working one on one. Yeah. That's amazing. The most amazing feeling to be able to really see somebody step into that brightness, isn't it? Yeah. That's my favorite. uh, I feel so honored to guide them there. Because honestly, like, I don't do the work. No, I I guide. You know, I ask powerful questions that they do their own revealing. Like, they pull the veil back. Yeah, my mentor, I love what she uses. She uses this um, analogy as like a highlighter. We're literally just going through and highlighting things for people. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, it really is. So how did you get into this? Tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you find this calling for yourself? You know, well, I've always been into health and wellness. Um, From a young age, I was a competitive gymnast. And then uh, I had a lot of as we all do have stuff in our, in our childhood. And, um, I felt like there was, it was traumatic and I had a lot of lack of support of emotional support, lack of mental support. Mm. Um, you know, I had what I needed. I had the basics. I had a roof over my head. I had food to eat and clothes to wear and yeah. a decent education, but I felt like, um, I always felt like I didn't fit in. Something was missing. I didn't just, things weren't in, in alignment for me. And I always felt like the odd bird out, the ugly ducking, duckling. And I was actually bullied, which back then we called it teasing. Like now it's a whole big oh, thing. Oh, true. That's true. And, uh, so I was teased a lot. And um, I just didn't fit in for most of my life. I felt like that. And um, as I came into my adulthood, I was just really working my way through um, my emotional 
in balance because I was I'm a very emotional person and I would wear everything on my sleeve and and that didn't help matters you know because someone teased me or said anything I was like oh my god and I just like, broke down um yeah and then I think uh you know as we we the relationships we bring into our lives are mirrors of what we need to work on. Yeah. And of course, most of them, if romantic relationships are somewhat emulating your mom or your dad. Yeah. Um, so I married a man who was not supportive of my emotional imbalance and nor was I because I didn't realize at the time. So I, I can't put all the blame on that, but you know, there was a lot um, that wasn't healthy in that relationship. And uh, it was unhealthy for a long time. And then I actually married him thinking it would fix things because I played the fixer. That was like one of my commands. I want to oh. fix things. <laughs> and so I was trying to fix things all the time. And I'm done with that crap. <laughs> right? Me too. But, Me too. Uh, yeah. And then back in 2004, my brother passed away. Mm. He, on January 1st, I called him to say, Happy New Year. You know, what did you guys do? I'm on the West Coast. They live on the East Coast. And his, uh, I got a, a message, not a message, but his wife had answered the phone. And she said, actually, Brian's in the hospital. He's going through some testing right now. And um, we'll call you back and let you know what's up. And I was like, what? Hey, like, Happy New Year to you, too. Yeah. <laughs> and a few hours later, he was diagnosed with testicular cancer. And unfortunately, when they caught it, it had already spread throughout his lungs, his back, and his brain. Oh. So they, they treated him right away. They threw him into, like, aggressive treatment of chemo and everything else that they do. And, um, yeah, it was a big shock. It was, it was a really big surprise for all of us. And, you know, I guess the normal treatment, I, don't, I was just learning about all this. The treatment is you go through cycles, and then you have a moment. You have, I think you have, like, a week off or something, and then you go through another cycle of chemo and, and all of the treatments. And uh, so I said, all right, well, I'll fly in when he's in his break, because otherwise he's just living in the hospital and because mm -hmm. it was that bad and he stayed there. Mm -hmm. And he would have that week break where he can go home and kind of do outpatient care. And I was like, okay, I'll fly in when that happens. And um, it was the day, two days before he was gonna be, his, he was ready to go home, he got an infection. Oh, and no. so and I'm sure your immune system so much weaker through chemo and everything. Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, in reality, so it was 52 days In 52 days he had passed away. Oh, yeah. So I flew in immediately and I got to see him for a few hours before he passed on. Um, mm. And it was just really like traumatic. Uh, yeah. Sorry if I'm cursing, but no, that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And I begged God, I had, I had grown up as a Catholic and I didn't have, I wasn't like a hundred percent committed to the faith, but I understood there was a higher power. I understood there was, there was this higher energy of, of source of mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And we were just, all my family and I were circled around just praying because they were, they were like waiting like another 10 minutes and felt like that would be the time where his wife would have to make the call of deciding. And, um, we were, we just, I begged God, I was like, please, you know, everything on my hands and knees and that didn't happen. And that was the beginning. If I look back now, that was the beginning of my spiritual practice because I started asking questions. I started saying, you know, why me? Why my family? Why my brother? Why? And then I started asking like just, you know, and I, when, I, when I say asking, I was asking my inner self. I was asking that higher authority of, of energy. I was just asking really anyone who had dealt with this before at two and um, to better understand this and, and to really understand like what what is after death like what happens when we when we pass in our physical body and just really reaching for those those 
trying to stay stable. Yeah. Uh, so then I found meditation and I started just really just listening to um, just calm music that would keep me grounded, just working on my breath. I had already suffered from severe anxiety and depression on and off throughout my entire life. So this just amplified it. So were these like practices that had been introduced to you before? No, I had never done meditation or anything. Oh, so you were just trying anything at this point. I was, yeah, I was like, I just can't live where I'm at right now. I need something. Yeah. And so I started listening to like gong music or chakra music or just learning about that. And just, I would just lay on my bed with earbuds in and just, just breathe. And mm. I really just felt like, you know, I felt at peace every time I did that. Mm. And then, like I mentioned earlier, I married the man that I was trying to fix this relationship. And then I couldn't do it. My anxiety got worse. My depression got worse. I fell into a black hole. I was like, this is not working. So I finally built up enough courage to step away from that relationship. Um, and that was a blessing. Um, and then three we, uh, three months after that, I flipped my car over in a car accident. And so you just had so many things to like, I know. force, you to, just like the, you know, force the, you to be strong. So, but the thing was, it, that was the biggest gift. Cause I was asking like, what was my gift for my brother passing? Like, what do I need to learn? What's this experience teaching me? And that was my opening my mind to higher, higher power, higher, higher consciousness, meditation and, and knowing, um, just tapping in more internally. Yeah. And, it's so hard to try to take away silver linings, especially from death. Yeah. Like, why, yeah. what do you mean? There's a lesson in this for me. I know. I know. <laughs> but, yeah. And so when I flew my car over, before that, I was a regular vinyasa flow practitioner. I would do hiking and biking and rock climbing. I was very active. And my, thank God, I mean, literally my car flipped over. So I could have, oh it could have been God. so much worse. I just had a hip injury and I had a shoulder injury. So I couldn't lift my hand above my shoulder. So my shoulder was messed up. So I couldn't do any of the activities I was used to doing. Wow. So a good friend of mine at the time said, you know, Amy, you should try Kundalini yoga. And I said, I'm sorry, what? Like, what? Who, what language is that? <laughs> I, I literally, I think I went, who to what and who to what? Like, yeah, what? And, uh, and she said, so she explained to me what it was. And I was like, you know what? I'll try anything. At this point in my life, I'm ready for a ginormous quantum leap. Mm -hmm. Show me the way. Where's the door? <laughs> Sign yeah. me up. How do I get there for sure? Yeah. And so she, she um, guided me to a, a studio right here in Los Angeles. And she said, you know what? And there's even a free class you can go to. So you don't even have to pay for it. Try it. alignment. Yep. Right? So I was like, okay, great. So I did. And it was a free community class. We sat, it was called the Healing Circle. We sat in a circle. And um, the well, Deborah ran it. And she said, hey, you know, you can sit in the middle and just, or lay in the middle and just receive the healing. Or you can be on the outside and participate. And me and my doing energy. I was like, I need to do it. I want to learn this. Cause I was all about like learning something. And, um, uh, yeah, I cried the entire time. Oh my gosh. We started breath work and I had like literally snot coming out my nose. I was looking at other people with like one eye closed to see if I was even doing it right. I was yeah. like, I know. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I couldn't believe how much I just let go oh. in the, the emotional stuff and when I walked out I felt like the light as a feather wow and that was it I was hooked and that was, I was gonna say that one free class got you hooked yeah and I so I came in every week like two three times a week I found a woman on uh, Normandy she was she ended up mentoring me because I you know as everything was an ebb and flow of just getting back into 
you know, my light and finding my truth. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So she guided me in tons of ways and like I tattooed it on my wrist. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. And, uh, so that's the Adi Shakti, which is a Kundalini symbol of, um, the circle of life, one divine wholeness of love and, and higher self. And then the protection of the yin and the yang, mm. the moon, the light and the dark, because we have to know both. Mm -hmm. So yeah, change meditation was the biggest game changer for me. And that just led me into more consciousness, more, um, awareness of how we have so much opportunity in our minds to really create the lives we want to live. Mm -hmm. And uh, the only thing that's holding us back are the limiting beliefs and the self-doubt and the past trauma that's still lingering in our physiology, in our, you know, in, in, that, in that gut, I'll say the gut, like really sitting there. Mm -hmm. So the more I started learning about myself, I had my own life coaches several times in my life and since then, and I just keep working deeper and deeper. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what, I need to, I need to start sharing this more because it was interesting. I started sharing my story because people were saying, what are you doing? Why are you so like light and happy? And, and I, was like, I don't, and I honestly, at first I was like, I don't know, just, you know, just do it. And I was like, Oh, so I started leveling. I feel like so many of my friends and even probably some of you listening right now have been, have been seeing this happen with me because I've been, you know, on this journey for the past couple months now of doing so much deeper work that I'd never never dove into before I hadn't had the courage to dive in before yeah absolutely yeah. and um it's everyone can notice it you know your yeah. energy changes everything just shifts yeah. right? and so the more people would ask me the more I was like you know what I need to share this so I started telling them hey guys you know I went through a deep depression I was severely just depressed and and the anxiety was just Oh, so overwhelming. I would literally curl in the ball in my little middle of my living room, just sit in a ball and just rock myself back and forth and just stop. Oh. And um, so, yeah, I, the more I shared it, the more they're like, me too. You've been that. And so we we're all looking at each other like, really? You? You? Like you, we all put this mask on. Like our lives are perfect. And Especially on social media these I, days. I was about to say. Oh my gosh. That whatever you see out there is just, and it's fine because we want to celebrate our wins, <laughs> but it's just a piece of the puzzle. It's, it's a, only a piece. Just a piece. It's a highlight reel. It's the yeah. highlight reel, exactly. But yeah, so then when I started, you know, and being a teacher, I was already teaching yoga and, and fitness and health and wellness. I was like, I need to make a program. I need to like start teaching this to other people so I can share this freaking joy and that's right that we all have the ability to find yeah. and so i developed my program and then so yeah i've been on this just amazing journey of like holy crap anyone can do this if they're willing uh, yeah if they're yeah. willing i love that that's like, always, i always tell people there's two key components it's the willingness and the eagerness it's yeah. really what it comes down to you know if if you're just comfortable and that's where you feel like staying then that's all you will you know yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't take clients unless they're a thousand percent. Yes. Yeah. If you're like, well, I don't know. It's a no. Yep. No, oh, sorry. Like, it's a no. Yeah. Like, you're just not there yet. I remember when I hired my last life coach, I had lost, I was teaching at different studios. And as if anyone knows that, that network, that, that field of business, you're kind of jumping from studio to studio. Mm -hmm. And I had gotten one studio closed within a matter of three months, one studio closed, one studio let me go. And then once we changed, just changed my hours and we were just shifting the schedule. So I lost like not half my income, but a lot yeah. in a matter of three months. And I had some savings luckily. And I was planning on using that savings to like travel and build my business on the other side, like on the coaching side. 
And um, that universe was like, nope, that's not what you're doing right now. And I was like, okay. And I ended up, I was in such a just unhappy place that I saw my girlfriend making some shifts. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm working with this coach. I'm like, cool, give me your info. <laughs> so I hired this coach that I had no really financial business. Wow. That's because awesome. I knew I needed it. Like, I, so like we had this, her name is Melanie, and I had this conversation with her, and I just knew in my heart space, I was a yes. But in my logic mind of finances, I was like, I don't know, I don't know. And she's like, she was so beautiful. And she was like, you know what? Let's make a, put a deposit down. You have to pay it all up front. Cause it was not, it was six months. I wanted to commit to six months and that was a, a you know, more $12,000. So I was okay. I said, great, I'll give you a deposit and we'll just go month by month. And that's what we did. And there were months where I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. And somehow I was blessed with the finances that I needed because I was trusting that everything was working out for me. Oh, I love that we're having this have to trust that it's all going to work in your favor. Yeah. I just had this conversation on my Instagram story today because I have, I've been doing a lot of money education recently because a lot of people just, I call it a money marriage. They have such a toxic money marriage. And you know, if, if you're sitting in a place right now where you're spinning your wheels, but you're not willing to get resourceful. No. Right. Have to be resourceful. You have to be resourceful. <laughs> because you can up level quickly. We're both here telling you, we're both living proof. You know, you can shift when you're willing and eager to uncover this stuff and yeah, you'll, absolutely. you'll attract so much more into your life. Uh, great. Mm -hmm. That, that finding that alignment, you know, so many people get stuck on plan B for so long. Yeah. At the end, it's all fear and doubt, lack of, lack of confidence. You know, and I think that's like, that's probably the most recent thing I've really felt I've over, overcome and not to say that it doesn't linger back in, but you know, when you have that moment of doubt, but that's when you get, you get in back into your truth and go, okay, I know what I'm, you know, I know what I'm capable of. I know in my deepest soul that this is meant for me and I'm meant for an incredible life, an extraordinary life. Mm. And extraordinary. So I, really, I love yeah, it. I'm, I'm an extraordinary person and I want to live an extraordinary life. I don't want to settle for mediocrity. I want to live a life of purpose with purpose, right? On purpose. Mm. I'm living on purpose every day and I have a purpose in mind. And I know that weird, it's a weird word for some people. What's my purpose in life? I don't know. And, um, you know, you just have to figure out like, just where you resonate and vibrate the highest. So here's a question for you. For someone who's just really new to the spiritual world and they can't tell the difference between their heart intuition and their mind, what should they do to start separating the two? Sit in silence. <laughs> I love it. I know. When I, okay, so this is what my last coach made me do. After I'd been practicing kundalini yoga for seven years, <laughs> which is all mantras and music and like, yay, celebration. Yeah. She's like, sit in silence. And I was like, oh, hell. It's scary. It's scary I, at first. I was like, at first, I was like, I got this. Because I'm that, you know, I can do it person. I'm like, sure. And so I set my timer. She's like, just try for five minutes. I'm like, what do you mean try? I got this. I got this. And so I put my timer on for five minutes. I sit down. I close my eyes. And I was like, 30 seconds in, I was looking at the timer with one eye. Yeah. Is it like, that? Oh, shit. It's been 30 seconds. And I can't even sit still. That was a testament, but let me tell you, the more I, so I, I said, okay, sit for three, I reduced it, sit for three minutes. 
awesome. I achieved three minutes, sit for four minutes, mm. sit for four, sit for five, sit for five. And I kept adding time on until I got to like 47 minutes. Wow. And let me tell you, sh shit happens when you're sitting in silence. Yeah. Like if you really tune in and she said, you know, really focus on your, your, uh, anything that's coming up in your body, like any, whatever that is, like you'll feel stuff. Like maybe even just could be from hunger or my guts rumbling or my yeah. throat feels tight. A random or scratch or a little ache or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then, so she's like, okay, cool. That's, you know, that's more in the physical, but now just, just keep going more, more internal, more like just, just more inside, go inside, go inside. And the more I sat, the more I would see clear. I would have these incredible visions of like white light pouring in. I would have this one time I had these bubbles rising up and like effervescence just coming out, like really like beautiful experiences. And with that came like clarity of like where I was at in my life and what I wanted my relationships to look like, my career to look like, um, yeah, my health to look like. So it was life changing to sit in stillness. So start small with anything, you know, you don't, we don't need to dive in and, and, you know, I think it's much harder to take everything away than to just take one thing away at a time. Like, you know, just like dieting. You know, don't take it all away. Just yeah. take out the carbs first. Take away the soda. Take away the pasta. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always have my clients just start off by not listening to music or anything on the radio while they're driving. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. I never have music on. It's really kind of peaceful. It's my drive to San Diego, three yeah. hours of silence. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> you start getting more comfortable with it. Like it's a little bit uncomfortable at first. You might think it's a little weird if it's something you haven't practiced before, but the messages yeah. that can start flowing to you when you make the space for them. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget probably the longest drive I took. And I wasn't planning on this. I was planning on the drive, but not the situation. I was driving to Utah after I got certified as a yoga instructor. I was so excited to have like a break and go celebrate and be in nature. So I drove out to the, the, um, the mighty five and I went mm -hmm. to arches first and I had my car and all my stuff packed in the car, you know, food and water and everything I needed because it was going to take me 12 hours to get there. I was just going to drive straight through until I got there. I left at like five in the morning and I had my playlist and I had everything I needed. And I started, the sun was coming up, silence, drove out of LA and for 12 hours, no music. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I spoke to God or higher, so whatever it was at the time, like I spoke to like higher energy. I spoke to myself. I sang out loud to myself. I was singing The Hills Were Alive from the South yeah. of Music at one oh point. I was like, okay. It just came out. I was like, all right. That's awesome. <laughs> 12 hours, unplanned, silent I love it. Yeah. It cool. Yeah. It's so important to like really kind of create the space in your life, especially there's a lot of listeners that are moms right now and you have different things going on and there's a lot of chaos. And, and that's why for me, I think that the car is like a great place to start because- yeah. You might not have the space at home. Or the bathroom. Yeah, the bathroom. Yeah. I had one mom, one of my clients was a mom, is a mom. And she's like, I just don't, you know, the kids are usually in the car. And I said, you know what? In the bathroom. Shut Go yourself in there. Put the shower on, but don't get in. Whatever you need to do, run the bath or whatever. Just find five minutes, find yeah. 15 minutes. Like, what can you... What can you actually, um, you want something that's actually doable. Like, so, okay, I'm going to do an hour and really know that that might not be achievable. Like actually say, this is attainable. I can give myself 15 minutes. Because then when you're done your 15 minutes, you feel like, wow, I achieved that. That was something that was doable and there was success. Mm -hmm. Love it. So I think that's really important. 
Yeah. So what's next for you? What do you uh, want to What's do next for me? Yeah. Well, I have an online program called The Shift. And it's a head, heart, and body breakthrough. And it stands for speaking your truth. So when we speak our truth, that's about really getting honest with the stuff that's coming up, the traumas and the upsets and the aggravations and the, un the uh, limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. And then healing that trauma, really coming into a place of healing, accepting it, and then healing all of that. Mm -hmm. And then integrating this new mindset, really integrating what you've learned, what we're working on as you know one-on-one, -on -one, and really... Um, committing to integrating that new mindset because you're building a foundation. So F is for foundation, building that new foundation for your life and knowing that it is stable and you are so able to do this and then trusting in the process mm. Trust that you are your best partner. Like the most important relationship you'll ever have is with yourself. Mm -hmm. So you are your most important partner in your life. Mm -hmm. And to recognize that trusting yourself and then trusting that everything is in alignment and working for you and through you, not against you, not like, oh, that happened to me. Nothing happens to us. So shift, speak your truth, heal your trauma, integrate the mindset, foundation for new life and trusting that process. Oh, that, that is beautiful. Cool. Yeah. I it's pretty awesome. That. It's exciting because there's, it's, um, it's, like I believe in my philosophy is head, heart, and body in balance. And that includes workouts and that includes meditation. That includes yeah. mindsets, um, shifting the mindset from negative to positive. And so in that program, you'll get five workouts, recipes, nutrition, meditations, and then all the mindset reset work, which is, in my opinion, like priceless. It's amazing. And these are all the things that I took out of all of the things that I felt were most valuable to me. And uh, through my journey, the, the skills, and um, I plug them into one course. Because that's what I was looking for. I was looking for something. Yeah. That it's like, it kind of reminds me of like one-stop shopping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's a one-stop shop. You get it all in one place. So That's amazing. I love it. Because it's, it's, that, it's that everything comes together to feel your best. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Can't, yeah. Just do, can't skip steps. You can't yeah. skip steps. And that's, that's something that I had to learn throughout my own journey is, you know, I was trying to do so many things in the wrong order. And for me, fitness came about because I hated my body, not because I loved it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like using fitness as a way to like torture myself because I was so unhappy with my body. You know, oh, so wow. I always think about how things would have just happened with so much more ease if I was willing to do some of this mindset shifting before, you know. Yeah. yeah. And we have to be willing. And sometimes we don't know. We don't know what that looks like or even how. Like, I think that's the hardest part. Some of us just don't know how. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that's where I would encourage you to just ask questions. If, if someone's, if you, if you're following someone on Instagram or social media anywhere, and you're curious about how they're doing these incredible things with their lives, remembering that's a piece of the puzzle, not the entire picture. But if that's inspiring to you, inquire, like, what are you doing? How do you do that? Who can, who can you help? Like, it's about, you know, we're here to serve each other is the bottom line. We're here to lift each other up. And especially as women, like, let's collaborate. Let's, let's collectively connect so that we can empower each other. You know, like there's no reason for competition. There's no reason for all that bullshit that, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's just not healthy. I couldn't agree with you more. Where can everyone connect with you? I think the easiest would probably social media. Yeah. Um, my full name, Amy Barsky. Perfect. And uh, I'm on Facebook as well. And um, you can find my website at fullfitmindbody.com. 
Awesome. There's a freebie on there if you want to start your shift, if you want to just get started and kind of see what my style is like, there's a free download and it's a seven day starter kit and it just kind of gets you on a, on a mindset that's, you know, open to new experiences and it's super easy and it's fun. It's playful. Awesome. And, yeah, yeah. So what I'll do is I'll take those links and I'll put them in the show notes so people can yeah. scroll down and find them there. Uh -huh. awesome. yeah. So what is one last piece of advice? You gave us a ton of advice already, but what's one mm. last piece of advice that you could kind of leave everybody with? Um, hmm. I think the biggest piece of advice I could give is stay true to who you are. Mm. Stay true uh, to your uniqueness. Like you are an individual and you matter in this world and whatever your gifts are, they matter and they are important and you have them for a reason. No one else can do what you can do, whatever that is. So know that that uniqueness is needed. Like it's crucial that you step into that. It's like your, it's your birthright. Like you have to. And if you don't, like you're doing a disservice to yourself and this world because that's where you're going to shine the brightest. And that's where um, people will just really resonate with your joy and, and recognize that you're living to your fullest. Oh, I just love that so much because there's far too many people who are like, oh, it's just me. You know, but seriously, when you're willing to align with what your true purpose is, we need you. We need yeah. you here. We really do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart with us. Thank you so much yeah. for having me. This is an absolute joy. Of course. Thank you. I hope you come back and join us again soon sometime. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. Please. Awesome. Anytime. Anytime. Such a powerful conversation. These just keep getting better and better, don't they? I am so excited about, you know, all of these powerful messages that are being shared on this platform. It just fires me up. So if you have loved tuning into the Beautifully Built podcast, please help me out. Do me a favor. Show me some love on the iTunes review. So open up iTunes, scroll down a little bit. You'll see an area to leave a good five star. And then underneath, you can actually write a quick review. And that just helps so much. It helps the show get out there to more people, but also it really fills up my heart. It makes me so happy reading these comments and reading how you know this show has been so powerful in your lives so take a quick second it really doesn't take that long at all and just know that it means so much to me so I really appreciate it love you guys appreciate you and I'll catch you on the next episode Mwah.